Measuring tape is great for measuring. We're back, and we're worse than ever. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Light That Breaks Planets. We're sorry in advance. We have retooled. We have we reschooled. Have re- we have reformatted. Mm-hmm. We have... Different stuff to talk about. Let's be clear, it's absolutely because we're lazy and don't want to don't want to prepare in advance. That is not true. I think it is. What how is that true? I came to you with an idea. Uh-huh. An idea of uh, exploring our own creative enterprises. Our old, our old format, uh, we had to think of like different segments. Uh and every time we forgot about it and and made them up like almost on the spot. And so this way we don't have to do that. This way we already know what we're going to talk about. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> we all know what we're going to talk about. But it still requires preparation because you have to... Preparation of the soul. Or as the top secret government espionage group I was in... Mm. During the 80s, Preparation H. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some H stood for Halliburton. HIV. All right. <laughs> we were on different sides. <laughs> You're on the side of HIV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a staunch supporter of HIV. <laughs> wow. So I have you to blame for Magic Johnson. <laughs> You have Magic Johnson to blame for Magic Johnson, Dad. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so to explain to our audience mm. what we're doing, um, we were talking over plans for future episodes and how we would um, go about uh, continuing our podcast. And the I proposed... crying for more. <laughs> I proposed to Sonny... That um, we start talking about the creative projects that we're involved in because Mm -hmm. we are both uh, working on stuff and there's a lot to talk about there. And that way we're not just talking about other people's creative projects, although we can always bring all those things into four. Mm -hmm. But... uh, um, And let's face it, other people, they don't hold a candle to all this. For those of you who uh, are not watching, mm. Sunny is doing some kind of <laughs> weird dance. <laughs> the old razzle-dazzle, baby. <laughs> All right, Sunny, uh, do you mm. want to start? You want me to start? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll st- you know what? I want you to start because I know I'm going to upstage you. Well, that's given. <laughs> So, I have recently embarked on a very ambitious project. It is a project that I have aptly titled, I'm Going Nowhere. At least you're honest with yourself. 
<laughs> the catalyst for this project was the idea that um, for years and years and years, I've been in bands, I've been, uh, you know, recording and performing with uh, different groups. Just give up. Sunny's trying to fix her hair. It's unfixable. <laughs> I asked Sunny if she would uh, set a time, you know, so we could just, all right, mm. so we had a marked time, and it was 2 p.m. this afternoon, and Sunny apparently has just rolled out of bed <laughs> just in time. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Get here. And the hair is testament. <laughs> To this just rolling out of bed. My hair has nothing to do with just rolling out of bed. My hair will do it at once (laughs) at any point in the day. It looks like the bed fought back. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave me. Just grabbed you by the hair and just... Exactly. It's like, I'm, I'm like Calvin. Calvin Calvin and Hobbes, you know? He's fighting his oatmeal. I'm fighting the blankets. (laughs) Spaceman spiff. Mm Mm-hmm. Spaceman Spiffy, baby. <laughs> so, all right. So this project that I'm doing, I'm mm-hmm. going nowhere. Uh, so I, I, listeners know by now, I'm a father of five. We're so sorry. Don't be. It's a tremendous blessing <laughs> okay. to those five children that I am their father. <laughs> I wasn't apologizing to you. I was apologizing to us. <laughs> I'm sorry for us. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry on behalf F of you to us. So we're in, I don't even want to talk about COVID-19. Everybody's talked about COVID-19 to death, but mm. we have been home for over a month now together. Um, and we uh, don't have any clear end to it. And I think just all that is rattling around. And a lot of people I think are being either inspired or uninspired. Mm-hmm to accomplish things and i am definitely in the inspired category although that doesn't necessarily show day to day (laughs) (laughs) but um nonetheless got the fire in the belly to do a lot of stuff um so i've been working a lot on the photography i've been working a lot on the music and the music is the main thing that i'm talking about today and i've challenged myself to complete 12 albums or, or EPs, you know, depending on, uh, you know, how it goes each month. Mm-hmm. But Depending one, on whether you feel like quitting or not. Yes. But I'm going to release one per month mm-hmm. for the next 12 months. It starts in May. It was the official release. I was actually just writing out the some press stuff today. Um all ten of your fans are going to be so excited. They're going to be ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Ecstatic. This is a good time to be to be an Urban Jack act. <laughs> well, so one of the the ideas behind this was that um, I've been in bands all these years, and when you're in a band, you're dealing with everybody else's schedule. You're dealing mm-hmm. with um, different uh, lineup changes. You say schedule. You're thinking a different word. Maybe. <laughs> But and there's tons of drama. Yeah. Even in the even in the best bands with the nicest of people. Uh-huh. With the most chill people, there's just drama because you're getting people together to create together. 
And when you have a creative enterprise, there are feelings involved. <laughs> That's right. And That's why I'm a solo act, baby. <laughs> Forever and always. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, here we are. So I'm... I've I've had I've used the Urban Jack moniker mm-hmm. before. Normally, as a, as a as a writer, but once in a while I've performed live under that moniker as well, just as a soloist. So uh, so now I'm doing so I'm I'm using that moniker again, and this first album that's going to be released is called Urban Jack and the Savage Sophisticates. Mm-hmm. And every album will have that kind of a title, Urban Jack and the so on and so forth. Yeah. I'll be honest, with all of these name changes, it's very confusing for your audience and also not good for branding. That's exactly it. Mm Mm-hmm. You see, you can see why this project is called I'm Not Going Anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... You're owning it. Yeah, I'm completely owning it. I'm not going to go on a tour. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go and, you know, promote, promote, promote all this stuff. How can you promote an album in a couple of weeks? I'm you looking can't. at a press release as we speak. <laughs> well, it was up there. It was up there on the screen. Uh-huh. Um, so I will have such a short window to, to promote anything. Mm-hmm. And within that window, I'm also recording the next album. Yeah. So it's not about receiving, you know, lots of critical acclaim or gaining, you know, huge amounts of fans or anything like that. It is purely That's good. Yeah. It is purely for my own creative output. Yeah. Um I mentioned before that having a band sometimes you know, it almost felt like an excuse to not create because oh, well I have to wait for everybody else's schedules and things like that. So even though I was constantly writing, I wasn't actually producing a lot of my own stuff because it would just kind of be either a little demo on my phone or just nothing at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when I would produce something, so I have an album, an Urban Jack, I recorded, I've already recorded three Urban Jack albums. So you can see how good I am at releasing things. Yeah. <laughs> um. I recorded so one of them of you, almost buddy. a year ago. Okay. <laughs> it was done. Doing good. It was finished almost a year ago. Uh-huh. Uh, when we went to Alaska last year, um, I finished it just before we left to Alaska. And now it just sits in the archives. Exactly. And that's what I'm destined to do mm. if I don't just say, you know what, I'm just going to release all this crap. And by crap, I mean beautiful music. <laughs> mm. Do you? <laughs> So, so that's the idea. That's the plan. Um, it's not a promotional thing. It's not something that uh, you know I'm hoping is going to launch Urban Jack to stardom. Mm-hmm. It is just completely self-serving on my part to <laughs> release, just just to tell myself, oh, well, you, you can do this. You can yeah. just finish it, release it, get it done. And I think it's a fun thing to do because I. I haven't researched it, but I've never heard of anybody doing such a thing. Okay. I'm a big Fiona Apple fan, but you have to wait seven or eight years between Fiona Apple albums. She just released a new one. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's marvelous. 
none of my albums are gonna sound that exquisite. Why? Because I'm not gonna spend eight years doing it. Mm. And I'm not gonna have Dave Way and you're not a working hot on ogre. it for me. That's okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Shrek joke, Dad. Oh. It was very funny. I don't know Shrek. I'm gonna be <laughs> gonna be best. completely honest with you. I saw part of the first one, mm-hmm. and in that maybe 20 minutes, I decided, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not interested in this. <laughs> so I never saw anything else afterwards. All right, fair. <laughs> I'm sure it's marvelous. Okay. <laughs> if that's what you want to, that's what you want to. I just want to say that for everybody involved in the Shrek process. Oh, they worked really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm they, sure. uh, apparently, there's a scene where Shrek takes like a mud bath, shower sort of thing, and apparently, uh, the creative team. Aim took shook, uh, mud shower bath to like test the viscosity of the mud and how they should animate it. So like, oh, wow. yeah, they worked hard <clears throat> and like other stuff like that. So like, props to them. That sounds incredible. That, yeah, that's a, I think you know, even in the worst stuff, mm-hmm. and and most obvious example might be uh, the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. But that advanced movie making technology. You know, incredibly far, yeah. you know, without George Lucas, you know, digital movie making would not be where it is today. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Maybe, maybe scripts and acting yeah. would be better <laughs> off, though. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe it's, storytelling it's, it's, would be dip- doing better. <laughs> it's difficult to have that perfect storm mm. of everything coming together. You know, even in those huge... Or anything mar- coming together at all, yeah. yes. <laughs> even in those huge Marvel movies, which most people love, mm-hmm. and I think are extremely well done for what they are doing, Yeah, you know. But even then, there are certain scenes in there where I'm just like, wow, that special effect wasn't very special. <laughs> Not that I could do any better, but it was just so obviously bad. Yeah. But you run out of time and money, I'm sure, at some point. No, yeah. So a while ago, I I watched Psycho for the first time, the original one. Yes. And I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we, talk, yeah, we talked about yeah, this. We, I, yeah, I'm just reminding the audience. This is a... Uh, that was foreshadowing uh, for this next thing I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you gotta build build it up. You fill up suspense. Oh, I'm feeling it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shiver in your bones. <laughs> Mother! Uh, <laughs> Mother! <laughs> uh, and I didn't like it. And I was like, oh, well, old horror movies are bad. And I was right, but... Uh, <laughs> the thing is, new horror movies are bad, too. They're all it's bad. just... Horror movies in general, they're boring, and they're not scary. No. Uh, and, like, I, I watched The Autopsy of Jane Doe the other night, because mm. uh, I heard that it was really good. It wasn't. It was really bad, and it was boring, and I knew exactly what was going to happen, and it was just, like, every horror movie trope ever, and it was just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is... I think it might. Uh, I was I was doing some research. I was like, "Hey, why are these all so bad?" <laughs> and I think it might just be America. Google. Google. <laughs> Google. Why is all of this so bad? Google help. <laughs> Siri. Why is everything so bad? 
I'm so bored all the time. Can you assist? Uh, and I think it might just be American horror movies because a lot of people were saying, yeah, Americans are bad. Look look at like these uh, French movies or these Japanese movies. The Koreans seem to be uh-huh. smashing it. In the yeah. horror genre, yeah, I've, Although I've I, seen I, some stuff. I haven't seen. I, you know, I'm just saying that's just hearsay so, to me. <laughs> I'm not so, watching them. <laughs> so my next move, I think, is going to be to ditch the Americans entirely, which is not a sort of not a very hard thing for me to do. I'm, I, I, I do not have a bleeding else. heart. So you haven't lived anywhere else. Once you live somewhere else, you you might, mm. and I'm not saying you will. <laughs> Because there's many, many beautiful, wonderful places in the world to live, and and uh, but you might think, oh, America had some things going for it. Mm. Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> going to the Nordic countries, and I'm and, never coming back. And not even America as a, a collective, maybe let's say, mm. but regionally, there are regions of the United States that really have it going on. <laughs> You're really chipping at this one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to tell you the water in Michigan is anything to <laughs> write home about, but the water right. in Alaska. All right. <laughs> the tap water is better than any of the bottled water you can buy. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. America. The number one thing we can say for it is that one single part of it has good water. <laughs> Oregon has good water. It's just not as good as Alaska. Okay. You know. <laughs> On a scale of Alaska to Michigan, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a seven. Okay. <laughs> seven from Michigan to Alaska. Yeah. Okay. There's, Make of that what you will. You haven't uh, visited much of, the, much of the United States, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's... Uh, wonderfully diverse Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful place i've been all over every region of the united states i've been to and have visited Mm -hmm. and um spent good time in i plan to move around on the more of the united states i'm going to avoid the midwest because i try to avoid white people at all costs uh (laughs) but everywhere but everywhere else seems cool you know, the Midwest is great, too. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, if for nothing else, there's just so much history there. If, if and nothing if you else, enjoy they have history, Miller High Life. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, who doesn't love Illinois? Beautiful. All right. Ohio? Ohio, huh? Ohio's nice. <laughs> You don't seem convinced. <laughs> Ohio is a nice place. Okay. <laughs> I like how just, you're not actually just, listing off any uh, any attributes just, of these places. You're just, just naming places. Just don't eat the the chili spaghetti. What is it called? <laughs> I can't remember now. All right, you know. <laughs> so, as long as you can steer clear of the canned spaghetti. Uh-huh. You know, you're probably fine in Ohio. Uh, it might be tough for vegetarians there. Um, you know, if you love it's to eat out a lot. It's kind of tough for vegetarians everywhere, though. Oh, Portland's great for Portland vegetarians. Portland is a very, yeah, Portland's a special place. Yeah. One but I just reasons- don't think that you're going to have too much luck in, like, say, 
New Orleans <laughs> or I bet you any would. part of the South. It's a foodie place. It's true. But yeah, I mean they do they do love their their meats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good luck finding vegetarian jambalaya or anything like that. You know. It's, yeah. Um, That's my mission, baby. <laughs> the problem is they would probably put some kind of meat substitute in it. Yeah. You know, vegetarian, you know, and sausages and stuff. Yeah, like and we and don't, don't really don't vibe with that. No. Yeah. You want crickets in yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> but, like, I just, I find meat substitutes so. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, they're I, nasty. I, I don't eat meat, not. I mean, yeah, animals and whatever, they're fine. But <laughs> no. You'll find that Sonny is an extremely principled person. Sonny, uh, she, she really stands by her uh, beliefs. I will, I will punch PETA in the face because uh, PETA is bad. We can come back to that. Uh, no need. <laughs> there's a need. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <sighs> meat substitutes, they're just bad. Just just eat vegetables, because vegetables are really good. You don't have to have meat to have a meal. That's boring and uninspired. And Or if you're like Sunny, just eat pasta. That's good, too. <laughs> Sunny is a pastatarian. <laughs> <laughs> just eat a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of penne. And and I think ramen. you're also a Reese's peanut great. butter cupitarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not vegan, in case you could not tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you've set a record during COVID for the most peanut butter cups eaten. <laughs> it's, called, it's a beautiful thing. It's called being really depressed. <laughs> I'm just eating my feelings away, Dad. <laughs> How do you feel? Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> That's my favorite. I ate my feelings. <laughs> They're all gone now. Oh, I don't have any more feelings. <laughs> oh wait, here's one. <laughs> oh, no. Gone again. Luckily for you, uh-huh. there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> you i've seen you on the block dad i would disagree i had a system for them mm. when i was like a, a kid or a teenager can't wait to hear more <laughs> and i would nibble off all the chocolate around the edges okay okay yeah and then i would peel off the top chocolate sure and eat that and now all that's left is the peanut butter and the and the very bottom, the bottom thin chocolate. layer of yeah. chocolate so it's just mostly the peanut butter mm-hmm. and that's what i really like and so yeah mm. So I would just, yeah, that yeah. was my system. It's a very good system. <laughs> destroy, destroy the shell to get to the treasure. That's right. Uh-huh. I was kind of like a sea otter. All right. <laughs> you like, uh, you like those birds that drop uh, up nuts uh, from really high up to crack them open, you know? I did not drop any of my Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> you flew into the air, you dropped your cups, and they shattered upon the ground. Why won't this wrapper come open? <laughs> All right, um, so we, we've we dealt a little bit with mine, mm-hmm. kind of announced mine, mm-hmm. um, my, my creative project. My first album, which is coming out next next month, is actually the soundtrack to a documentary film, and I composed um, 
It's it's uh about uh let's see. It's it's I think it's nine tracks. And I think four of them are instrumental and and then the five are or more uh songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and the documentary is about a blind skydiver, John Fleming. And he's actually uh local here in Oregon. He unfortunately passed away back in twenty sixteen, uh lung cancer, I believe, if mm. I remember correctly. And but anyway, this uh, documentary film has been a few years in the in the works and in the making, and um, and I've composed the music for it, and uh, songs inspired by John and his skydiving, as well as other people, including his wife, who are in the documentary, talking about John, talking about their relationship, and things like that. So a lot of the songs are actually kind of about, I mean, they're actually kind of love songs, you know, and they're. Uh, Maybe not uh, typical love songs, but you know, they're they're some of the songs are from John's perspective, others are from his wife's perspective. So uh, anyway, that's that's my thing. In huh. May, something like somewhere around May fifteenth, um, I'm submitting the the music to my thing this week, and they'll mm-hmm. t- give me the date, and then I'll announce the official date and give out the press release and everything. And so starting May 15th is the official, or, or somewhere on there, mid-May is uh, officially the beginning of my 12 and 12, I'm going nowhere, 12 <laughs> albums in 12 Your months. paid. <laughs> I uh, described it in my press release as a musical oddity. <laughs> odyssey. Not odyssey. <laughs> Sorry. An, a musical this oddity. Is, this is when you know you've been... <laughs> This is when you know you've been listening. I think to, that I, I think it was intentional. <laughs> that was definitely a Freudian, Freudian slip. Freudian slip, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> your brain knows what it wants. It's meant wants. to be an odyssey, <laughs> an odyssey. Uh, so we're Homer could never. <laughs> So yeah, all right. So that's what I'm up to now. Let's move on to you. Mm. What's what's news? So you're taking oh, you're taking over the the audio sort of aspect. Yes, because people actually want to listen to me. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. No one wants to listen to me, and I I no. I realize that. I accept this. You respect it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I said I can I, ex- I can always tell when mom's listening to our podcast because I can hear her screaming from the bedroom. Stranger danger. <laughs> Personal space! <laughs> and then I'll speak, and she's like, phew. Uh-huh. And then you come on again. <laughs> it's very good. Anyway, uh, so I'm kind of taking over the visual world, because you're too much of a coward to venture too deep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that statement means, but go ahead. I just want to insult you. <laughs> That's my main goal in this. Prove yourself. Uh huh. So, uh, my goal for this year, I am going to. I've made like short little strip comics in the past, uh, Mm -hmm. but my main goal. For those of you who don't know, that's a comic about strippers. That's right. My fav my my favorite subject, and they're going (laughs) they're going really well. They got published in a few papers, but uh, I just don't think there's there's too. I I feel like I I sort of bled out that that storyline. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'm 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 biting my tongue. Okay. As 
I won't make that joke. Okay. <laughs> Thank I love you. you. <laughs> I love you, Grandma. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, Keep going. Okay. Smooth <laughs> okay. past it. Okay. Uh, so my goal for this year is to make a short little graphic novel. Uh, it's going to be a horror comic because I can do better, really, than all these horror movies. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm just flexing, you know? That's right. I'm just flexing. Um, you have a, a mm-hmm. you have the storyline. I do. I've been working. You have a plot synopsis for us. I have like a, a weird little, <laughs> a weird little Google Doc that I've just been uh, jamming away at. The way I tend to mark out stories. Whenever you open it, you go, oh, you weird little Google Doc. <laughs> Come on, let's write us a story. <laughs> whenever, I tend, whenever I mark out stories, I don't really like do it. Uh, okay, this is what happens in scene one. This is what happens in scene two. I, I just get random ideas and I say, hey, Johnny, you're going to be sliding down a well pretty soon. <laughs> and it's just little notes like that. And then later so this, I'll This sounds kind of very Hitchcockian. Uh, the way he would make you? a film uh-huh. is he would tell his actors, the camera is going to move from here to here. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you need to do to get from there to there. Mm-hmm. And that was that was like his way of you know he wasn't like give me more emotion or tell you know you need to be doing this or staying this way but yeah. he was saying he was very because he's visual so he's like the camera is doing this yeah so whatever you have to do to get from here to here do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sounds like how you're approaching your ideas <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to send I'm going to send you down a well character. <laughs> So prepare yourself. That's right. Or I, don't. I don't know what has to do with the story yet, mm. but the well is coming. <laughs> the, well is, the well is inevitable. <laughs> and you should be prepared. We're in an apartment building. <laughs> That's what you think. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Silly creature. <laughs> you, you weird little Google Doc. <laughs> he still thinks he's in an apartment after all this time. Okay, so interesting. So, um, mm-hmm. so, when you prepare something like this, do you have do you create a cast of characters? So you've created uh, all your characters. Have you like mm-hmm. fleshed them out and either written or in your mind about who these people are and things like that? Not all of them. Uh, they are. It's kind of on a scale. Some of them are more fleshed. Some of them are like almost completely done. Some of them are little ghosts, little ghosties. Okay. Uh, no flesh. No flesh. Uh, and that's just kind of a personal preference. I don't think any of the characters will have flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I think flesh is overrated. A far cry from your strip <laughs> comics, but it was all flesh. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I like to branch out. So, um, uh, what was the uh, what What was the beginning idea for your mm. your graphic? Novel? Originally, I was going to uh, make this little comic about. I really like crows and I like ravens. I think they're cool. <laughs> they're very smart. Uh, I used to, but mm-hmm. never more. Nope. <laughs> 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 
Comedy, baby. Are you so glad you stopped to listen here? The writers on this show. (laughs) Fire all of them. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, no, I think we should uh, we should keep going with that. <laughs> and got any more any more little quips? <laughs> no, uh, I'm no? done. Okay, I'm done. Tongue bitten. That's what I'm. That's what's happened over Interesting. here. Interesting. <laughs> uh, originally, I was going to make a yeah, like a, a comic with uh, crows and ravens, and they were going to uh, sort of be this little little tribe in the woods, and I believe were, that's called a murder. Foreshadowing more murder. Oh, God. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I don't think you are. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but they were going to be this little, this little, uh, this little murder. Uh, okay. <laughs> they were j- deep in the woods, and then a uh, sort of colony of humans would come along, and they were they would like try. They'd be like tearing down the forest and like trying to develop the land, uh, and. The Fern crows. Gully Part Three. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Fern Gully Part Three. The crows didn't like this. Fern uh, Gully Part Three: Revenge of the Murder. That's right. <laughs> I actually really like that. Revenge of the Murder. <laughs> um. I just wrote your title for you, and you owe me this is a lot. Good. <laughs> uh, but I don't, because you don't have that in writing. And it's recorded. Yeah. This is admissible editing, evidence. Editing, editing. I can edit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your studio and all of all yeah. of the well, all the recordings. In my it next are album going is going to be called Urban Jack down. and the Revenge of the Murder. So there. <laughs> Not if I, I get to it first, baby. And the whole album is going to be me going. But it's and it kind of takes off from there, and the crows uh, are they're fighting back. They're fighting back, you know, like little little tail action in there. <laughs> All right, fighting yeah. back with their tails. Okay. Yeah, sex appeal. <laughs> you got a little. This sounds intriguing to say <laughs> the least. Um. So, uh, written from the crow perspective only, or is it written from the human perspective? Or mm-hmm. uh, it is mostly written from the crow perspective thus far. We might get a few humans humans in the mix, but I find humans irreparably boring. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Sunny likes to remind me of that all the time <laughs> when she's angry and doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah, you're boring. Get away from me. <laughs> Say it in your uh, <laughs> in your Atlantic. <laughs> You're boring. He loves it. You're boring me. Shoo, shoo, you thing. David. <laughs> David. We've been watching Shit's Creek. Uh-huh. Boy, is that a wonderful show! Um, and the mother in it. Uh, what's her name? The actress. I don't uh, know. Blanking on it now. For those of you who haven't seen it, she's also the mother in, very famously in Home Alone, but she also does a lot of uh, oh, the, um, you know, the comedy stuff. Uh, mm. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, it's a... it's a uh, Catherine O'Hare? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> she is, I mean, uh, you know, in any given moment, I think 
any character in that family is the best part of the show. Yeah. But then she comes in, and I'm just like, no, she is definitely <laughs> the best part of this show. Her inexplicable accent, <laughs> the way she phrases everything, absolutely incredible. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, she's a brilliant actress. Yeah. Hoping to get promoted by Schitt's Creek. Okay. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsored by <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. Catherine. <laughs> well, we'll settle for Eugene Levy, too. Like, we're not paying. Or his son, David. Or his son, David. David! <laughs> Is that his real name? That's no, not his real name. It's not. Something else, Levy. It is. It is something else, Levy, because they're... That's a father that and is, son. That is how that works, that Dad. Is how Good that job. Works. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a family Proud. tree mastermind. Proud of you. <laughs> Finally getting there. Well, that sounds really neat. Do you have a uh, date for your graphic novel? Like, it's going to be complete by? No, and I should, but I don't. <laughs> that is... That is the trickiest thing. Mm-hmm. When I don't have a date that something's got to be complete by, it just... I might even finish it, yeah. but then it just doesn't, I don't do anything with it. Yeah. You know. Um, so that's why, you know, a few weeks back I had announced to my five followers on Instagram mm-hmm. that I'm going to do this 12 albums in 12 months. And they've already forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> and two of them were your mom. <laughs> And she immediately called me and told me not to do it. <laughs> but we're not listening to her. Uh-huh. We're pressing we forward. <laughs> so uh, Why doesn't she love you, Dad? <laughs> Why doesn't she support you? You've had 17 years, almost 18, mm-hmm. to answer that question. <laughs> oh, I know the answer. If I just want to make you say it. You will never, never, never. I'm going to have to stop now because we're going to have to pay for that song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we're not about that. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, Fair well, use. That's fantastic. So I, what we're going to do. Yeah. Episode by episode. Now, we're going to talk about other stuff, too, obviously. But we're going to have check-ins. Mm-hmm. And in each check-in, we will see... Where you're at, where I'm at, how we're doing. Um, you can share. We'll be sharing different uh, experiences about this creative journey, David, <laughs> along the way, and we're gonna be having a lot of fun. Um, and I think it'll be great because I bet both of us will fail at something at some point. Mm. Speak for our... yourself. <laughs> I'm perfect. And. Um, and, and we'll also succeed mm-hmm. at something at some point. <laughs> Inevitably. So that will be a fun thing for us to, to, to share with everybody and to um, to keep each other accountable mm-hmm. as well. Um, we also have other interests, of course, and we're going to be sharing that stuff. And we can uh, share other things that have been inspiring us to create. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about things throughout the uh, along my, the way. My hatred of Americans, for one. Your inexplicable, 
hatred of I, Americans. I don't think it's inexplicable. I think it's very explicable. <laughs> Sunny's inexplicable self-loathing. Because <laughs> everything she talks about, she hates in others. Hmm? You want to finish? Yeah. I'm not rich. What are you talking about? Oh, you're rich. <laughs> rich in talent. <laughs> go, go visit some other country. You'll find out how rich you are. You could probably live for a year in some places with what you have in the bank. In fact, you'll be coming up on a little money soon, won't you? Oh, that's right. I got hit by a car when I was younger. That's right. A couple years ago, Sonny's hit by a car. We have uh, some uh, insurance money that's been sitting in a bank waiting for her mm-hmm. to for when she's 18. A little blow it all egg. on cigarettes. <laughs> Which I won't smoke, (laughs) but I will just... Just the principle I will just dip them in water in front of smokers. (laughs) Anytime somebody asks me for a cigarette, I will simply pull out one of my packs of cigarettes and dip it into a cup of water. (laughs) (laughs) And then I will give them the cup of water full of soggy cigarettes. Yes, I do. You can have them all. Now get out of the way, you're boring me. <laughs> boring little Americans. <laughs> it's very good. It's a good plan, and I'm going to adapt. Someday we're going to talk about something you do like. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Other than I... X-Men Evolution. <laughs> I like taking down on, on capitalism. That's my favorite activity. Well, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like complaining about Republicans. You do like you do enjoy that uh-huh. a lot. Uh-huh. The conservatives and how they're destroying this nation. You do enjoy <laughs> repeating that over I and over do. again. <laughs> I yeah. Well, while well, mom sighs heavily in the background, she does. While and her while her poor Republican mother uh-huh. sighs in the background. Mom's a special breed of Republican, though. Yeah, the, the she's kind, what a Republican the kind would that call. Says, well, not all Nazis were bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking that sentence out of context, <laughs> and you really. know it. She was referring to all. Not all Republicans are bad. <laughs> no, I said, well, Nazis are. Uh, I'm. I was comparing them to Nazis, and she said, well, not all Nazis were bad. Some of them and were just going along with it because they... Caught up in a wave. Exactly. I'm, that's not better. It's perhaps not better. It's maybe worse. You know, mm-hmm. groupthink can be a terrible thing. Mob mm-hmm. mentality can be worse than New on HBO, groupthink. <laughs> Um, your mother is what a Republican would call a, li- what these days mm. Republicans would call a liberal. <laughs> and she's what a liberal would call a conservative. Yeah. <laughs> she's just stuck in the middle and. Mm. Libertarian trash. <laughs> but she's still a registered Republican. Yeah. Despite her own misgivings for what the party is doing <laughs> currently. <laughs> to 
despite every fiber in her being, <laughs> screaming no. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. This has been a joy and a pleasure to once again talk with my co-host, Sonny. Mm. And we hope that you'll enjoy uh, traveling with us on this creative odyssey. That's right. (laughs) And as we always say here at the podcast, bring down the rich. (laughs) We don't always say that. We always say that. You always say that. I've never once said that. I what, don't what, say that. What don't you say? I, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not falling for that. Dang it. <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Eat the rich. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>